0: Hey guys, Julia here, and for my part of our broadcast, I'm going to be discussing undergarments from the Byzantine era through the early to late Middle Ages. The timeline here runs from roughly 350 common era to 1500 common era. Now, why is it so difficult to find information about undergarments from this era? Well first, intimate apparel is considered… well, intimate. Byzantine era and the Middle Ages especially were really big on modesty, so information is not only hard to come by, but vague when you do find it. Furthermore, underwear is rarely depicted in art. Um, Although men would often wear their underwear as outerwear, women's underwear was rarely depicted at all, as women were either fully clothed or nude in paintings. Also, only the nobles could really afford to be preserved throughout history, even though there are some pastoral scenes in the Middle Ages depicted. For example, in the painting to the left. Right, you'll see that the men are in a kind of braise in tunica while working, but the woman is fully clothed with only a little bit of her chemise picking out at the bottom. Now, on to the Byzantine Empire. I want, I'm not going to go too much into the history here because I want to focus mostly on the undergarments, but for a little bit of historical context, Byzantium was founded in 330 CE by Constantine the Great. And then when Theodosius the Great split Eastern and the Western Roman empires in 395, Byzantium became the capital of the Byzantine slash Greek empire. Um, there had, this was when they really took off as a term of cult, cultural connections and. Um, gr- gained great power in textiles, gold, jewelry, and cultural influence. They did eventually fall to the Ottomans in 1453, but um, they still have um, many artistic remains to this day. Now, most of what we know is based on tiled art or painting, so little is known about women's undergarments or lower classes. Braids were invented sometime around the 6th century, resembled a type of shorter trouser. Beforehand trousers were considered barbaric. Men would wear their braies and some kind of under-tunic underneath their clothes or on its own for the lower classes, while one would wear some kind of underdress underneath their stola and then later wear understolas for- <laughs> Um, on the image on the left, you can see the empress wearing some sort of underdress underneath her stola as well as a girdle worn high on the waist to support the outfits and hold the garments in place. It's interesting to note how the girdle is worn over the drapery, so, I'm so- showing some sort of design function as well. You can also see this on the woman on the right, especially the understolas underneath the other draped layers. In the middle is some Byzantine clergy, nobles, and royalty. You can see the similar layering of the draping and the tunics. On to the Middle Ages. Information on undergarments during the Dark Ages is similarly both varied and limited in its scope. Invading peoples, Romans, Franks, Anglo, Saxons, Visigoths, each had their own styles of dress. And as a different groups interacted with each other, invaded and traded with each other from around 400 to the early thousands, linear dress tracings becomes even more difficult. Overall, Roman Greece's stronghold on culture weakened and all of Europe suffered from a lot of plagues and invasions. <laughs> similarly hard is to find original sources of of women and working-class life, but there are more surviving original sources from this time. As far as undergarments sp- goes in the Middle Ages, um, there was long stockings held up with cross-garterings that gained popularity. The stockings were then tied together either at the waist or the brace for the men and held up using garters for women to wear a similar legging-like look. Men would often be depicted wearing only the stockings and braids while working, while women's stockings were mostly covered. Modesty was especially valued, so information is often vague. Around 500 Common Era, women began layering their tunics, with the innermost layer being the longest. Now, exciting recent discoveries in Austria from the Lengberg Castle showed linen fabrics with cut cups for the breasts that resemble a modern bra. You'll see an image of um, men in braids and stockings in a medieval courtyard depicted in the Micah Jowski Bible. And to the left, you'll see the 600 year old brawn underwear set from the Lengberg Castle. The surprisingly modern brawn underwear set was re- unearthed after being thrown out and forgotten in a corner of the castle during renovations in the 1500s. The discovery reshapes our understanding of what women's undergarments may have looked like a thousand years ago. According to a royal surgeon, Henry de Mondeville, in his medical book in 1312, some women would insert two bags in their dresses, adjusted to the breasts, fitting tight, and they put them into them every morning and fastened them when possible with a matching band. The History Extra article I so cited this from goes on to say the same thing can be said of underpants as bras. Just because it was thought women should not wear them doesn't mean they didn't, especially as they come in handy during certain days of the month. So what did women do during their menstruation? Of course, this does not mean all women in the Middle Ages or early modern times owned bras or drawers, but some did. Considering the Lengberg breast bags were found in a castle, they're likely most common among members of the upper class women or women who were, for whatever reason, not overly concerned with social standards. I had a very good reason, thank you very much. It made me bosom look good. You make a very good point, Jenny. My podcast is joined today by Red Jenny, our fictional courtesan from the thirteenth century who owned the Langberg Castle bikini. Now, Jenny, what exactly did women wear under their skirts? We wore what we needed to, depending on the time of month. Do you really think men would consider our monthly bleeding? Do they even know nowadays? You know, it really still does go- goes undiscussed today. For men, don't think to ask about the women, and the rich don't think to ask about the poor in it. Very true, Jenny. Is it also true courtesans often had specific forms of dress to designate their status? Yeah, the sanctuary laws differ a bit depending on where your royal sugar daddy is, but I'm gonna wear what I need to underneath to make the girls look good, innit? So Jenny, why don't you think your bra construction was discussed more in writing? Isn't it a little odd that no men wrote about it? Do you think women could explain how a push-up bra works in his writing today? Times may have changed for women a little bit. You can vote no property, but what hasn't changed is the only thing men have is the audacity. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jenny. Any final words? Get your hands out me brays. Red Jenny, everyone. (laughs) Right, so our last era is the late Middle Ages. We're running out of time a little bit here, so I'm not going to go into much detail historically. But oh, there was a lot of feudal and agricultural developments and a big rise to king of kings. Um, undergarments in the late il- Middle Ages didn't change much from 500 to 1500, aside from multi- minor alterations in length and cut, depending on the dress style. Um, woman would wear a loose chemise, a uh, shift, as an underlayer and fabrics range from the lower end of hemp cloth to linen to the higher end silks. Not known it is what exactly women wore under their chemise, but they would obviously need something once a month, but it was often cumbersome with long dresses to wear anything underneath. Men would often wear the brazen tunica, as depicted earlier, and the development of the codpiece was really one of the major developments in the 15th century, uh, which was popularized in the 16th century by Henry VIII. Um, Now pictured are two reconstructions of medieval underwear from Arm Street Reconstructionists via the Medievalists. The man on the left is wearing the simple tunica and braise, and the woman on the right is wearing the chemise. Both were traditionally worn simple and white at the time. We just start to see rapid developments in style at the end of the Middle Ages. Um, But for a long time, underwear really looked largely, largely the same. While we can't know exactly what people were wearing back then through artistic representations and our own logic, we can really begin to construct what daily life may have been like for people a thousand years ago. Sources are in the bibliography. Thank you so much for listening.